0: Every star that shines clear in the night always dies in the sunlight Every dream that you dream in the night disappearing
1: With Cecily. In the spring of 2018, a new release was sent to the offices of One World Music Radio. It came from Norway. I had never heard of the artist called Cecily before, and exactly that triggered my curiosity. The moment I put on her music, I was captured by the angelic voice and the beautiful melodies. I knew from that very first hearing that Cecily would become the One World Music Radio revelation of that year. And you know what? I was right. Not only did she do well on the album chart, she also won the 6th annual One World Music Radio Award for Best Vocal Album of 2018. A well-deserved title and an excellent reason for me to find out more about the singer-songwriter from Norway. Her debut album Fearless and her first single The Spell were both released in 2018. Cecily has a gentle, vulnerable New Age style that includes elements of pop, folk and Celtic music. So if you're a fan of the cause, Enya or Clanad, you will definitely want to check out Cecily's music. The interview you're about to hear was recorded via Skype. You will hear the voice of a baby in the background every now and then. That's Cecily's two-year-old little girl. Here is the interview. Hello, Cecily, and thank you for joining me for this interview.
2: Thank you very much for being here. And, um,
1: well, first of all... Congratulations on winning the One World Music Radio Award for Best Vocal Album of 2018. Thank I predicted you that. Not. So how do you, you did. I did, I did. How do you feel about winning this
2: award? Well, I, I really... I did not predict it. <laughs> so I, I wasn't... I'd actually... I was really surprised I've I been putting it like in the back of my mind just you know don't don't have any expectations just you know just forget about it <laughs> and go and do what you should be doing and yeah. then suddenly I was like oh oh really that's of course it's amazing it's yeah and with I mean with the, some of the vocal albums that came out that year it was I was very very surprised actually yeah, yeah. But it's very, very nice surprise. It's well deserved. From my, it's well deserved. Uh, well, you totally
1: surprised the world last year with your stunning debut album? Um, tell us about Fearless. How did the album come about, and why Fearless?
2: First of all, I think the the songs from the album I've been writing I've been writing them for for several years and. I think the the lyrics and some of the songs are even maybe 10, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So this has been a a very, very long project for me. (laughs) Uh, I've been writing for for years and I've been writing for myself, first of all, um, to sort of, you know, cope with (coughs) feelings, cope with (coughs) things that have been happening in my life, love, heartbreak, those things. And I've always had this, you know, feeling this dream that that would be an album someday. But I think I didn't have the courage to do it. And I found one of the old songs that were actually called Fearless. And I I sort of forgot it somewhere in a drawer and I took it out and I was like, oh, it felt like, you know, my soul had actually been writing these things years ago. And up until this point, it hasn't resonated with me at all. But then suddenly it felt like, oh, this is now something that I know, something that I'm cautious about, something that I'm actually thinking about more. So it felt almost like... I've been writing songs for an album that I didn't even know was <laughs> going to, you know, come to realization one day and then when I started looking back and collect- and putting them together with what I was currently working on it just all seemed to fit together and when I finally did it I couldn't call it anything else but fearless really. because because fear had been stopping me for so long so suddenly yes. I didn't anymore and then uh-huh. of course it was fearless <laughs> yes so it's a baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you have you have you always sung? Was was music always present in your life?
2: Absolutely. I've been. Yeah. From from very early on, I've, I had a mum who who always she's been always been singing to us, and then. Uh, my father's been listening to a lot of music, but not practicing himself. But listening to uh, a lot and a lot of new age music, uh, but also almost everything, you know. So from opera to to Guns N' Roses <laughs> being played in our house, so it's um, definitely influenced from there and then I started singing very very early on in a choir yes. so I have you know the, the classical way of doing things uh, yeah. vocally and and it was hard for me to trying to do pop music vocal is very very different mm. some of my songs are a bit more in that that area but they don't resonate as much as the more of a new age feeling to yeah. it so so I remember people saying this album is yeah, you can say it's a new age album, but it can also be a soft pop album. It could be a world album. We don't know exactly where to put it. And I yes. said, well, do you have to put it anywhere? Can you yes. not just say, it's, it's me. Yes. <laughs> it's just yes. me. It's like, um, so I think you, you could put it in different places, but it's, yeah. So, so the yeah, the music has always been there and the singing has always been there and the writing I started... 2000, oh, early, yeah, 2000, yeah. I started writing.
1: The label Eversound was very quick to find you. I mean, you're, yeah. on, the lab, you're on the label with some very big names, like David and Diane Arkenstone.
2: Yeah, and it's John <laughs>
1: So how did
2: that happen? It's one of those things where things are happening out there, but my, you know, day-to-day life isn't that changed mm-hmm. still. So it feels always surreal or unreal to me, but... But yeah, I did get um, um, New Age Music Guide did do a piece on, on Fearless, and I got an email from them also saying that. They've been working with EverSound, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sort of as a talent scout in a way. Mm-hmm. And and that um, he'd send them the album and you know wanted their opinion and then we started having some some dialogue about it and you know they they took a while to decide they all have to agree on you know what yes, to what to do and what yeah. to, to not choose to do but but um, yeah they were very happy to to uh, to, sign to have you. me there yeah. so it's yeah it's um, amazing really. Yeah.
1: What gives you inspiration and, and how does music come to you?
2: Well, you know, most of the writing inspired by my own life um, and experiences and I think maybe <laughs> especially love experiences and, and the bad ones. I used to say that when I'm really happy, I don't have anything to write. <laughs> so if I have a, a nice, quiet life, I have really nothing to write. So I sh- I should be having... You know, a little bit of drama in my life in one way or another to to be inspired. Okay. <laughs> um, so a lot of those uh, a lot of those um, songs were they are about uh, people that have come and gone, and uh, a few of them are also very inspired by the Norwegian nature. I was living for a couple of years in the far north of Norway, where the nature is, you know, extremely beautiful with the fjords and. And the mountains, and we have the yeah. Northern Lights. It's very, very special, and especially in the in the winter time, where the the lights are, it's like nothing you've ever seen, you know. Mm-hmm. So, to for example, Winter Night is is written. I was actually outside in it was freezing, and I was sitting um shoreside, and I was writing it there. Oh wow! Oh, um, amazing. So some yeah, it was very <laughs> yeah lovely, and also home is. Is from there because of the people that that I met that somehow made me feel at home, even mm-hmm. though I was, you know, far away from home. Mm-hmm. But there is also a, a man involved there, so it's <laughs> you know, there's always some love and some men involved. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm also angels. Is one of the earlier songs, very inspired by the Norwegian nature and the woods, and uh-huh. you know the the way that we have our old superstition. Yeah. Uh, with the fairies and the trolls and you know, the mystical, magical side of the forests and yes. and our nature. So there's a lot of fog feeling to it as well, yeah. like lyric wise. Yeah. yeah.
1: Through your website, and and yeah. I somehow feel that you are a spiritual person, Sisley. Correct yeah, me I, if I'm wrong. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what, what does uh, what does this spirituality mean to you, and and how do you implement that those elements yeah. in your life?
2: And, and that was one of the things that hit me when I when I found some of these songs that I've been writing early on, mm-hmm. uh, because. If you, if you talk to me five years ago, I was not a spiritual person.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm a trained medical doctor. Yes. Um, scientific. Um, if you can't prove it, it doesn't exist. Uh, and I sort of, I think I had some of this sensitivity, the intuition in my early years when I was a child, but it sort of disappeared. Yeah. Uh, and also as a way to cope in an environment where that was maybe not, um, you know, highlighted in any way. Yeah. Uh, and, and when I did medical school, I, I was very skeptical. I, you know, whatever people came with, you know, healing or holistic approaches or alternative approaches, I was like, this is rubbish, you know, yeah. <laughs> let's go with the, the old school <laughs> and always. So something happened that, uh, that changed that. And, and actually I become quite ill mm-hmm. um, and nobody knew what was wrong with me. And I had to, you know, I went to multiple doctors and, and I was just so fatigued, I was so exhausted uh, and nobody knew what was going on and they couldn't find anything. So, you know, I was working my hours, night shifts, day shifts, and it just got worse and worse and I had to stop working. So, yeah. And I was on a sick leave for more than one year, so I lost my, my job. And I started during this time to sort of, first of all, I completely changed my diet, which was, I think... One of the reasons why I became better because I'm not I'm not doing very well with gluten <laughs> with gluten, uh-huh. uh, but I also started meditating and they found out I also had a heart condition and I was thinking okay but if I have a heart condition why haven't I been troubled with that heart condition for my entire life yes, why now before,
1: yes why now exactly
2: and of course I had the stress and the pressure from being working a lot working night shifts and so on yeah. but. It dawned on me that I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing, that I was not really doing what my heart told me to do. I was doing what I had to do and what I thought was a wise, smart thing to do, but not what I really felt like doing. So it, it started me on a... Quite a journey where I had a lot of, what can I say, spiritual encounters and and spiritual experiences in my meditations. Mm-hmm. And I started learning new things. I did a course in something called Chakra Dance, which is uh, an intuitive dance where you sort of access the energy in your chakras to, yes. to work through things. And, mm-hmm. and it was a very nice thing to do. I really loved it. And I love to dance. So it, it suited me perfectly. And I also started doing, you know, readings and went to reading courses and healing courses, yeah. and I really had to completely change my view of the world because, yeah. and and my problem has been that this is this is two worlds, you know, the the doctor's world and this alternative yes. world, and how will I even get them to mix together? Exactly. Are so you able to do that? Do you yeah. Have well, that, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do now. I I I finally found again the courage. Mm-hmm. To just say, okay, this is me. This is who I am. I have one foot there and one foot there, and I think that they're possible to mesh together. And I yeah. think that if you do that, you would have such a better understanding of how you know how a human being works. Yes. For example, if you take health, there is a physical part. Yes, of course, but there is a mental, emotional part, and there is a spiritual, existential part. Yes. And we forget. At least we forget the emotional and the spiritual part a lot of times. Mm. And I think that if, if you do the emergency medicine and you, you treat the heart attacks, it doesn't really matter what kind of person is there because you need to save their lives mm. and you need to do it quickly. Yeah. But every other not-so-acute problem, mm. chronic problems, yeah. people who just they come and they are just fatigued. They, they don't have energy. They don't know what to do. And most mm. of the time, they are not happy. No. Uh, and they don't know who they are, and they don't know where they want to go in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying now to sort of bridge these two two sides of the coin. To me, it is, but but it's it's of course it's difficult because you will probably face a lot of resistance from at least one of the sides. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of on a mission when it comes to you know wholeness, and unity in these mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and to come back to the music, when I found some of the old lyrics, I just it dawned on me that you know, this is a spiritual lyric, mm-hmm. this is, I have, you know, I have had contact with this all of the time, Yeah. but I just didn't know it, mm-hmm. so it felt like my soul had been writing things, and I wasn't even aware of the meaning of it until it after this there, process. It was there, but you didn't yeah. understand, yeah. Yes, exactly, so where did this come from, what, what is this <laughs> really about, I don't know, it's a song, whatever, you know, and then. But then yeah. after I had been going through this, I was like, "But this is this is my truth." So it, it's been a, a quite quite an amazing journey, actually. Yeah. Um, where fearless has been, you know, one chapter, and this is a second one. But to me, it's sort of the same, also to do um, to do the power of life thing and to do the music thing because it's my truth.
1: Beautiful, Cecily. I'm very much impressed with what you're telling here. Uh, well, I see that you have a baby daughter there. She's said uh, two and yeah. a half, you say. And then yes. you, are, you are a medical doctor and then you are
2: a musician. How do you combine all of that? Well, <laughs> I actually, what I am is a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've been quite, I, I haven't been able to send her to kindergarten too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will start now in, in August, so then I will be working more, but I've been working just one day a week for the last year,
0: Okay.
2: Uh, and then her father is at home with her, so I've, I've been a doctor for one, one day a week. <laughs> and then the rest of the week I've been at home, but then I also did release the album You know, last year when I was also home. Most of the album actually was recorded when I was pregnant with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, recorded the last parts um, when she was very, very, very young, so she was in the studio with me, yeah. but she was so little, you know, so she was just being there and she yeah. was asleep, so it was yeah. fine. I think it wouldn't have been possible <laughs> now, but yeah, I, I, there has been a combination there that yeah. actually have, have worked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, besides writing music, you say you also write down your thoughts. You, you did it in the past, you still do it, I presume. Um, And these ideas, what you write down is always with the intention to help people in case they need it, right? So you seem to have this need to help people spiritually, mentally, physically. Is that something that was always there in Sicily? Was that always present? Where does this need to heal come from? Yeah,
2: it's a very, very difficult question to answer because I am not 100% sure. My mother has been quite sick for a lot of my younger years. Yes. From I was maybe 14, 15 at least. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much I was influenced by by the fact that I had somebody close to me being sick or ill for quite a long time and you know the urge to help and the urge to fix it especially when it's your 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 parents mm. and sort of to understand things you know yes. and, and my father also has been working with physiology and within in uh, medical companies so yes. it's always been like a conversation topic in yes, the dinner yes. at the dinner table it seems uh, to some, me that some it, of those things yeah well,
1: the combination of of that seems you know like the logical step for you to Enter yeah the world of, of uh, and when when I medicine. started,
2: I was thinking, I want to do medical school because I just want to know how things work. Like I want to know how the body works. That was yeah. my interest, and I was thinking, I don't want to be a doctor because I don't think I can do this with people. I just <laughs> I just want to learn it. but then yes. I think there is um to to go you know more on the alternative spiritual side that I have um, an energy in me that is sort of a truth energy. Mm-hmm. That I really, really want to help people find their truth, and that, that is sort of a calling, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, if there are, of course, many ways to do that, but to just to lead people or you know, guide them through their own lives so that they could find their truth is yes. through music or through you know, being some kind of a trusted advisor like a doctor or mm. a coach in any way it's fulfilling.
1: Well you do more than that you organize these self-awareness retreats in Cide Turkey. Um, yeah, actually yeah. <laughs> it's, this is the about first that. one. This is the first one.
2: Oh, the first one, All right? <laughs> uh, this is the first one. So I'm really going out there now and saying this is fearless. Um, but um has always been very important to me. It's a it's a place in Turkey where I've been on holiday since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm still quite often there, and it's been significant in my life in many ways. I called it the journey home, and to me, that is
0: yeah. sort of home.
2: Yeah. So the the idea I think is to sort of try to integrate what I've been talking about as well the the, the physical side of things. Um, talk about you know what I think is the it's the greatest challenge we have physically now which is the inflammation part Mm -hmm. that we are all you know inflamed this of course is related to our diet and it's related to our you know stress levels yeah and to talk about those things and to talk about stress and then not only the running around stress but the emotional stress that comes from not knowing why you're here what's your purpose Mm and yeah and what is
1: expected from
2: what is expected of you and what do you feel like doing and who are you yeah Uh, and a lot of people that I've talked to are saying oh isn't this really selfish you know to go and work on yourself like that to just be very preoccupied by what you feel and what you want to do in your life and I said well Then you miss something, and and I think you can't give anybody anything if you're not giving it to yourself first. Uh, And they even say it on the planes, you know, you need to put your own oxygen mask on first before you help somebody else, because otherwise you will will be dead trying. So there is something about trying to, you know, touch base with yourself and Mm. and self-love also, Mm. to be acceptant of yourself Mm -hmm. and even try to love yourself and all the different bad and ugly parts of you that yeah. we that we all carry around.
1: Which is very and, difficult.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. And then but if you accept and tolerate those things in yourself, you will also be able to accept and tolerate other people's True. not so Absolutely. nice parts. Yeah. Which makes you a more empathetic and more tolerant person. Yeah, yeah. And and that is I think that's ultimately the goal. Yeah. So if you find yourself first, you will be able to see others in a very different way and I think there are many ways of doing that, but yeah. uh, doing a retreat where I, where I want to help people find their own way home to themselves, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's a good place to start.
1: Wise words, Sicily.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Now,
1: back to the music. Are you working yeah. on something new? Is there is there a new single coming or an album? Yeah,
2: actu- actually... You know, I've been working uh, um, with an LA producer um, because I've been thinking about syncing my music for TV and film. It's okay. been one angle mm-hmm. that I've been working on. So what we did was we did "Home," actually, which is already on the album, yes. but in a very different production. Okay. Um, and it's a production that is more, you know, tuned into the to the syncing world. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I think it has a more of a pop vibe to it, okay. but I kind of liked it, so I will release it just after, I think it's the 1st first of, first of August, actually,
1: it's coming out. Okay, so that's very soon. Mm-hmm.
2: That's very soon. And I'm also playing along with some... That, that's the thing, though. I'm not sure in what direction I want to go. So a couple of the things I'm working... That have been writing recently, I believe would fit more in a popish kind of way, but I don't know. And then... Mm-hmm. The last thing I wrote was a completely different direction <laughs> where it's one of those um, old folk, maybe even like going to bed tunes, you know, Yeah. just yeah. like this very, very clear and simple melody yeah. that I would really like to put in uh, a landscape where it sounds a little bit mu- like, you know, Jan Garabarek, for example,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. which
2: is in the Norwegian, yeah. yeah, not Norwegian, but jazz, yeah. new age jazz. Okay. So it's, yeah, but I think there are two sides to me. Yeah. There's the the songwriter. Yes. Where I can actually write very different things. I've been writing quite a lot of country tunes, but of course they don't fit me. Mm-hmm. So what I would like to be doing is perhaps find somebody else to sing yeah. some of it. and then But then do my thing, which is I think I would be happy going in the direction of, for example, Lorena McKennett. So I haven't really decided which which new age direction to go in either, but I, I will have to, you know, sort of cherry pick my songs that work in, in that yeah. area and then yeah. take all the other songs and, yeah. and sort of find a way to give them away. Yeah. So, um, because it's so mood related for me, oh, yes. I've been listening to a lot of, you know, Celine Dion. I'm listening to so many things. So sometimes so I'm in that sounds. mood, and I'm writing country songs. <laughs> and the next day, I'm writing, you know, Norwegian folk songs. It's <laughs> yeah. So I need to sort of figure out yes, and you know what, what to time do. Time will tell. Time
1: will tell. It
2: yeah, exactly. The exactly. Will come
1: to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cicely, this almost concludes the the interview. Would you like to share a final message with our global audience?
2: I am so compassionate about people finding their own truth and listening to the voice that is inside of you and not listening to all the noise outside. I think for us to be a happier and a better world, it sounds maybe, you know, a bit big, but... I think that all starts with each and every one of us and to go inside and find your own wounds Mm -hmm. and try to heal yourself or get help to do that and be the best version of yourself and accepting and tolerating towards yourself will make you accepting and tolerating towards other people and I think that will make this you know the world (laughs) a less dangerous place yeah Um, and I think with the music as well just it's it's such a great inspiration it's such a great way to calm yourself to meditate to to use music in those kinds of you know, in those areas of our lives it's mm-hmm. it's just wonderful yeah and that's also a way to heal I think I think my my wish is that we that we're all able to do that and we wouldn't start as many wars as we <laughs> no, it sounds a bit I naive know. but it but it's I think it's um the only way to go if we want if we want this place to be to be a better place yes. than it is today. Beautiful. And of course it's a good place to a lot of us, but it's a very bad place to far too many, I think. Yeah, true. Still.
1: Yeah. How true. Sad sadly true. Sadly, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah.
1: Well thank you so much, Cecily, for your time. Thank you so much. I'm really I'm really happy we had this chat. <laughs>
2: yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: I can't forget